You are watching Tomoko Music Channel. Thank you for subscribing and sharing. This is Songwriter's Room and I'm your host Tomoko. Today's guest is Willard Morgan. Willard Morgan is a New York-born performance artist, singer-songwriter, actor, and filmmaker. There's a reason why he's such a versatile and consummate professional. He has studied with the masters of the crafts. For example, pantomime from one of the best mimists, Jack Lecoq from France, Japanese no theater from the master sensei Haruta from Kyoto, Japan, acting from coaches such as Austin Pendleton, the William Technique from Lloyd Williamson, and Gordon Jacoby, PhD, who is a legendary instructor of speech, diction, and dialects. He's performed as a mime, dancer, busker, and wannabe rockster, riding horses in dressage, jumping fences, and climbing walls. He's been called a silver fox, the second most interesting man in the world, and the best bands ever to grace a Tommy John underwear commercial. On stage, creating visually striking personas is his forte. Frontman of Ideal Orchestra, a kinetic international band with a highly theatrical bent. Morgan created the solo rock shows Saint Hollywood and the comedy parody act Jelvis, which is the Jewish Elvis. And his latest production, Vestiphobia, was developed at fringe fashion festivals internationally. Since he founded one-of-a-kind artistic performance and art studio, Ideal Glass, in the heart of the East Village in New York City, he and his team have created many multimedia live performances and videos in collaboration with national and international artists. Morgan is graciously giving away his vinyls to 20 lucky listeners. So please message me via tomokomusic.com and let me know which part of the show you liked. So can I get a whoop whoop? <laughs> so ladies and gents, please welcome Willard Morgan. Hi, Tomoko. Great to be here. I'm sitting at my 1926 Steinway M series piano, which was given to me by my late godfather on 8th street uh, or 5th avenue and in this very building at uh, 9 west 8th street apartment that the barons recorded and i have dedicated to my mother the late susie morgan who you can find on soundcloud she was a uh, highly regarded who was also what they call a met semi-finalist which means she almost got the biggest gig in the opera world when she auditioned. She your biggest inspiration? Absolutely my biggest inspiration. She was in all of the Gilbert and Sullivan operas. She was the ingenue. She was always singing the, the young lead. And she was in uh, the Mikado. She was in countless uh, Gilbert and Sullivan light music comedies. So when I came out of the womb, I was, it was like into a drag ball because everyone was wearing a kimono or a man was dressed as a woman or there was a party going on in her body. <laughs> so I inherited a lot of her musical talents because she was always singing. And that's something I inherited from her was always be practicing your craft. She was always playing the guitar, which she wasn't great at, but she could sell a song. She played passable piano, but her voice, if you listen to Susie Morgan on SoundCloud, you will hear phrasing 
that even if you know nothing about opera, it will blow your mind. Uh, and she practiced her repertoire every day. Absolutely, we will check it out. Can you tell us about your vinyls that you're giving away? We recorded this uh, about six months ago at uh, Transmitter Studios on Transmitter Way in Brooklyn. It's the name of my group, Ideal Orchestra. The name of the album is Girlfriend Henman, which I sang a few bars from. There's three songs on here. One is Go Bag, which is the most pertinent one about what the hell are you going to take and put in your bag when the shit hits the fan and it all goes south and you're looking for some way out and you're up on the roof to hear that rescue helicopter sound wishing you lived <laughs> up. Well, what's going to be in your go bag? Uh, so that's the first cut. And then King of Kicks, a song I wrote from the viewpoint of a pair of old sneakers hanging from a power line above. And he's looking down on his life at just society and miles he traveled and how he, he's up there in the clouds looking down. Uh, and then the other one is Happy Cadaver. It is all about someone who suffers a fatal car accident on Mulholland Drive one Halloween night and met his end, but he's a happy cadaver. He met his love and enjoyed the time he was with her. So I am a fan of your Jelvis parody songs. Although you are a great singer-songwriter with serious content as well, but many can write about love or whatever, but not too many can write those funny songs and different themes. So I'd like you to pick one of your parodies and break it down how you wrote it. So this is, the, this is my way, but I call it Oive, a Jewish complaint, which means I'm in pain, oy vey, you know, it hurts. It's like, oy vey, I mean, you know, it's, it's so bad. <laughs> I did it. It, it goes on and, and uses uh, Hebrew words and Yiddish words to tell the story of a performer who's lived a long life like Sinatra and uh, Neil Sadaka, who I think wrote it. Always a popular song. Uh, in fact, I sang it in Paris at a famous disco, La Scala, when they had a, uh, an, an Elvis retrospective and it killed. 400 Frenchmen were, were cheering. Very few of them were Jewish, I think. Uh, that song, it, it hit home and, and people understood the humor in the double entendre of, of the oy vey instead of my way. Another song I wrote was, uh, instead of Little Sister, Don't You, I wrote uh, Little Shiksa, Don't You. Now, a Shiksa is a girl who isn't Jewish. You know, and a girl who isn't Jewish never shopped wholesale. And she thinks that Passover is a maneuver you do on a, on a highway. So I play on words. I sing three or four verses of uh, this Jewish guy going out with a Protestant girl, a Buddhist girl, a Catholic girl. Uh, the refrain is, Little shiksa, don't you? Little shiksa, don't you? Little shiksa, don't you? Kiss me once or twice. Say it's very nice and then you run. Little shiksa, don't you do what those other shiksas don't. Instead of uh, blue suede shoes, I put in, uh, don't step on my blue suede yarmulke, which is the little skull cap that uh, <laughs> with, uh, that Orthodox and uh, conservative Jewish people wear. And uh, so I said, don't step on my blue suede yarmulke. 
You can do anything but stay off of that blue, blue, blue. I don't mean chartreuse. Shake your macaque. So how do you come up with these ideas? I, I always look for humor as a comedian. You a comedian too? Well, I, oh, I think you sense that, don't you? But I've never seen you doing a stand-up. Jelvis is a stand-up routine, you know. Okay. But I did my time on the stand-up stage, but I got bored with the repetitive routines. And being my mother's child, uh, was always attracted to music as well. So I write funny songs. Many stand-up comics either have a repertoire of funny songs. Adam Sandler had had his funny songs. And uh, so many people like Tim Minchin, he wrote Matilda, Groundhog Day. And he's a piano playing sit-down stand-up with a brilliant repertoire of funny, funny songs. So I love funny songs because they come out of the tradition of musical th comedy theater that Gilbert and Sullivan were very, very adept at, the patter songs, all of those comedies. So that's what I grew up in, or from my notebooks, which are just filled with notes. And, and I wrote a song about taking a girl to lunch in L.A., and all she wanted was sushi, top shelf liquor, and filet mignon and sashimi. So I came up with the hook, this shit's expensive. <laughs> Everyone loved that song. She's a cutie, so I say, be in my movie. Let's do lunch someplace groovy. She says, okay, how about sushi? Sushi's groovy. At the bar, she's knocking back the sake. Then she yells more wasabi, unagi, tomago, ikura, awebi, amegi, tomago, maguro. I said, honey, this shit's expensive. Sacuchere, cuesta mucho, cuesta mucho dinero, entiendes? Where can I find that song? I'll find it and put it up online. <laughs> Please. Well, that was part of St. Hollywood. Uh, what is the biggest challenge in your journey? And what advice can you give to up and coming songwriters, especially doing a comedy type of music. Dealing with what you're going through daily, write as often and every day that you can. I try to write as soon as I get up in the morning after maybe a little chanting or a little stretching, a little matcha latte, a little yoga. I try to sit down and transcribe from my quick notes. What is your new endeavor? writing a, a, a few songs um, about modern romance, of course, about Tinder dating, and another one about uh, selfies. Tinder dating. <laughs> also, I'm writing a rock and roll horror film on fashion, which is called Fashion is Murder. It has musical numbers with dead models walking again. Uh, the runway of life, or runway of the afterlife. Gee, I just came up with that, the runway of the afterlife. That, that's... <laughs> See, you inspire me. See, everybody <laughs> is inspiration. Runway of the afterlife. <laughs> so are you going to do an online concert or something? I've been streaming every, almost a couple of times a week. We're always performing here. And, and I have my ukulele, you know. <laughs>
I've got some frozen assets in Cali. DNA on ice. Genomes at a very nice price. I gladly liquidate. So much better than cold hard cash. You've a mind to procreate. That song. <laughs> Because I actually have some frozen sperm in Westwood in a cryobank, but I think it's long since been discarded because I didn't pay the rent on my test tube. And that song came out of that experience of having a friend go through prostate surgery and being worried about his being able to create a legacy. And so I went to a cryobank in Westwood and made a deposit. It led to the song about frozen assets in Cali. Well, I use my life constantly and my life is insane and absurd just like everybody else. But I try to see the humor side in what is, well, right now quite tragic. But, you know, songs like Go Bag, it's about the end of the world. What are you going to grab for your last ride? And a King of Kicks, a pair of sneakers with holes in it, looking down on the world and going, <laughs> what a life I had. And so I try to find comedy, either instructive, something not didactic, not trying to teach, but trying to influence people through taking everything so seriously and putting it to words and music. Absolutely. So this is going to be the last question. What advice would you give to your 20-year-old self? <laughs> Stay funny. Do it seriously, but don't be serious. Enjoy the beauty of life and find irony and fun because that's the one gift human beings have is irony. To be able to see something from more than its obvious appearance. You used to take it seriously when you were younger? I, yes, well, there's time when things are really tragic or you should be a great serious actor. Or, but I would say to my 20-year-old self, stay funny. Great. Morgan, thank you so much for sharing your music and stories and insights today. Tomoko, I so enjoy your singing. I love your voice. I love working with you. And today was such an inspiring treat. Everybody, please come yes. send, get an album. Go to Vestaphobia NYC. This is my insignia. WillardMorgan.com. Right here, the website. Look for me on Instagram the most. There's lots of content. Yes, great content on your Instagram. So please visit. Morgan, thank you so much on the Songwriter's Room. And until we meet again, sayonara. Sayonara. Don't forget to click subscribe and hit the bell to get notified about new videos of Songwriter's Room or my new music or Japan news series. Thank you for watching. Arigato. Sayonara.